0: Hello, and welcome to Uncluttered, a podcast where we talk about the connection between faith and organizing. Our focus is not just how to be organized, but why it's important from a biblical standpoint that we leave the chaos and clutter in our lives behind. Hi, I'm Leanna George. I'm an author and former professional organizer living in Houston, Texas.
1: And I'm Angie Heich, an author and certified professional organizer living in East Tennessee. Are you ready to unclutter your heart and your home so you can focus on what matters most? If so, let's dive in. All right. Well, we are excited today to have Shauna Turner joining us today for the podcast. Uh, Shauna Turner is a professional organizer, and uh, she is a member of Faithful Organizers, a group of Christian professional organizers and we just think the world of shauna and we know you're going to lot of lot learn so much from her so welcome to the podcast shauna thank you ladies i'm
2: delighted to be with you both it's such a
1: pleasure hey okay. good all right well we would love to start shauna we uh, would love for you to tell us a little bit about how you got into the organizing business and a little bit about uh, the services that you provide in person virtual all that kind of thing okay
2: Well, um, I didn't start out as a professional organizer. I had another career as a marketing consultant and I did that out of school. And then when my children were little, I stepped away from that because it it involved a lot of travel.
0: Mm -hmm. And
2: I kind of went into the volunteer world for a while, which was great. And then when my children were a little bit older, particularly when my oldest started to drive, I sort of saw a light at the end of the tunnel and I thought, huh, I might have a little time to do something here. Mm -hmm, So I started to look around and see how do you re-enter the workforce? I still wanted to have a flexible schedule because my husband also travels for business and I was parent on duty. Mm -hmm. And it was recommended that I chat with people who knew me to find out what they thought I was good at. Oh, that's great. So yeah, it was helpful. So I talked to some people and there was always the joke, well, you're very organized. Uh And I thought, well, true, but I'm not (laughs) sure I can make a job out of that. Mm -hmm. And then one night I just thought, I wonder if I could make a job out of that. And so Mm -hmm. I went online to do some research and then I found the National Association for Productivity and Organizing. And I took some classes, joined Mm -hmm. that group, joined my local chapter, my local NAPO chapter here in Connecticut, and hung my shingle and started out. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. When was that? 2010. Okay. 2010. So I've been at it for a while. I mostly work in homes or with people who run businesses from their homes. I do residential clutter, decluttering, and physical stuff organizing, I also do productivity consulting and time management, and I do that virtually as well as in person.
1: And I can tell you from interactions with Shauna that she also is a really good writer. She's got a fantastic blog. Uh, Shauna, your website is shaunamethod.com, is that right? The shaunamethod.com. The Mm shaunamethod.com, and um, as well as... I love your social media posts. So follow her. She's awesome. She'll yes. give you some of that at the end, but anyway. Um,
0: Thank you, Angie. Yeah. yeah. Now, and that, was, That's how it leads us into our next question is how are you connected to us? That's how I got to know Shauna was through the blogging organizers group. Um, oh, every Monday okay. we share our blogs um, to the group and then we would go through and share each other's posts to help, mm-hmm. you know, spread the wealth of knowledge. And uh, that's how I got to know Sean. she's a wonderful writer. Definitely. Oh,
2: thank you. Back at you, Leanna. Oh, and that's you. a Facebook group that was put together. I think it might have even been inherited by Janet Barkley, who yeah. runs Organized Assistant and helps with websites and other things. So she keeps us going on that. And I love that group. Yeah. yeah. And then I, Angie, I know through faithful organizers, mm-hmm. and we've had the pleasure of being just faithful, Uh, friends relationship and also co-working on the new
0: devotional that's going to drop shortly so that's yes yes Mm -hmm. exciting yeah and i think we've only met shauna i think we've only met once in person i think yeah probably was that a conference yeah and i think we all took a blogging organizer picture together yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. that was Towards the end of my career, my short career.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, you know, it, it, you can come in and out of that too. So, you yeah. know, that was yeah. great and people do. So that's yeah. one thing I love about the group.
1: Yeah. yeah. So when Leanna uh, wasn't organizing and she was writing her books featuring a professional organizer and she wanted to make some connections with organizers that uh, might be interested in reading her books. And so she asked Shauna, can you think of anyone? Shauna thought of me. We got together on a Zoom call and the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was
2: there at the beginning. I feel so special. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. It, yeah. So we were thinking about we want to have some other organizers on, Shauna was easily the, the first voice. Uh, so thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm
2: delighted and proud of you both for what you're doing oh. together. So oh, it brings you. me great delight. Yes. Thank
1: you. So our podcast, uh, as you know, talks about the connection between faith and organizing. And so I was wondering if you would mind telling us a little bit about your faith story. So I grew up in a a church-going family.
2: I grew up in the Presbyterian denomination. We always went. Church was always part of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that I would say it was deep personal faith when I was a child, but it was a regular part of life. Mm -hmm. And then in junior high, I went to a Christian summer camp. And like many young people, I sort of owned it myself at that Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And I continued that when I got to college. I hooked up with Campus Crusade for Christ, which now goes by crew. And I was heavily involved with them all four years of college. And when I moved to Connecticut for a job, I went to school in Pennsylvania when I moved to Connecticut for a job, I wanted to join a church, and I did in the fall of 1990, and I am still a member of that church. So oh, I'm wow. sort of stuck like glue here for almost 24 <laughs> years. So <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's Big awesome. part of my
0: life. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That definitely. Well, thank you. So since you do have a long history of faith, um, do you see a connection between faith and organizing, you know, once you you know you grew up in this environment of of going to church and having faith, accepting Christ. Now you have this job. Do you see the two connected anyway? For me, they are very
2: connected. Um, I think first I would say that any natural talent I have for organizing and productivity was a gift from God. Mm-hmm. Um, And I see that everybody has those gifts, different kinds of gifts, but we all have gifts. So any Mm -hmm. natural joy I have is a gift from God. I think that's one thing. The other thing I would say that for me, my faith, with Jesus at the center of my life, it is my faith that helps me set my priorities, right? Mm -hmm. I, I worship an omniscient God and I trust him and it is by following him that I set what is important to me for my space and my time and my stuff. Mm -hmm. So God helps me set my priorities. In the business, I would say that like many others in faithful organizers, um, it's a ministry for me where I feel I have the opportunity to be hands and feet and voice of God poured onto and into the lives of clients for which I'm very, very grateful. So I think you can be a fabulous, strong, believing Christian who's utterly disorganized. And that mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything's gone awry. Right. I just think that we need to find um, how organizing and productivity can help every person be the, the sort of the best person that God created them to be. And that's mm-hmm. the intersection for me. Yeah, yeah.
1: So that's beautiful. I like that's that a lot. Great. Yeah. Um, so how have you seen the connection between faith and organizing as you've worked with clients or in the industry? And, uh, you know, I don't, the next question is kind of related. So we'll kind of just put them together. Do you, are you able to find opportunities to talk about your faith with clients? And if so, how does that, how does that usually go? Okay, so related
2: questions, but a little bit of different twist to the two of them. For the first one, I would say that, like I said, I see the job as a ministry. And what I think God has really done for me, probably more than for my clients, has been greatly grow my love of people Mm. by working in this job. Mm. It is such an intimate sort of working environment where we're side by side. We're touching personal things. We are handling uh, objects that might be from a recently deceased parent or child. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked with a family, both the mother and the son. I worked with the son in his room and he passed away by a freak accident. And I felt so connected to him because I had been with him in his bedroom, you know, holding Mm -hmm. his stuff. So I have just a tremendous new appreciation for the diversity and depth and quality of people that God has so intentionally created. Mm. I have learned a ton from my Mm. clients standing next to them and hearing about their jobs, their experiences, the people they know, looking at their belongings and having them explain what they are, many of which I do not know. Mm -hmm. So I've learned a lot from them and I've really grown in love and appreciation for what God has made and how important it is to sustain and um, sort of allow that diverse set of talents and personalities and skills and everything flourish, right? Because I think as human beings, we always want to make everybody the same and say, this is the way, this is how we should look, this is how we should talk, this is what we should do with our time to be successful. And I just have really come away from this job thinking, no, that's not what God likes. He created the diversity. He loves it. And I just get to dabble in it. You know, I feel like it's a privilege for me to go into people's lives and into their homes or their offices. In terms of talking about faith openly, I will say that I live in Connecticut and I live in the part of Connecticut that is the sort of commuting area for New York City, Okay. And so we, I wouldn't say we are a strongly Christian culture here. Hmm. I would say it's a more secular culture. And even among those who are believers, talking about your church or your faith is not really the cultural norm, hmm. I would say. So I've had the privilege of working for people who I know are believers because I know them through my church. And of course, that's, a fun, that's fun for me. I can be really open and we can talk about Jesus and, you know, how to order stuff for God's glory. But frequently, the majority of my clients, I do not know where they stand on a faith Mm -hmm. basis, and bringing God and Christ into my conversation would not be probably okay.
1: Right.
2: I don't hide my faith. My membership in faithful organizers is on my business card. Mm -hmm. And um, when people ask my thoughts, my opinions, how I make decisions, I'm very open about what I believe, Mm -hmm. but I'm also respectful of sort of what other people are open to. Yeah. Sometimes it happens, though. I'm I'm keenly aware that because I live in this secular community, I'm getting to sort of be the hands and feet in Jesus, Mm -hmm. maybe that they won't have from anyone else. Yeah. And on the Bible, they might not read from anyone else. And I find that all the skills I've been able and fortunate enough to accrue by being a long term member of my church, small group leading and facilitating and Bible study and teaching, these come in really handy. How to Mm -hmm. listen well that mm-hmm. I've learned mostly from church has come in very handy in working with clients. And I think that God's love sh- is getting to them, whether they know it or not.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And every now and then something will happen. Like I had a uh, a, a Jewish client recently talk to me about maybe coming to my church. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I thought, wow, I don't know if that will happen. She's, She's not super strong on productivity and time management, but I was really touched that she asked, and right. I agreed that it might. So yeah,
1: yeah. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, I love that. especially I especially love uh, seeing uh, just hearing you express how God has increased your love for people and and the beauty of the diversity of people that you see. I, I- people are
2: amazing. And there's no way to learn more about someone by being with them in their space. Touching their things. I mean, it's it's just such a
0: special privilege we have. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah, for sure. So I just want to ask, it's not one of the questions that we sent to you beforehand, because we did, you know, we we sent our guests questions. If you're listening to this, we did send them questions so that they could, you know, not be caught off guard by, I'm not expecting that. But I am going to throw a question in here that I didn't send before. Right. (laughs) Rock my world. Yeah, I'm going to rock your world a little bit. Um, and, you know, feel free to take some time to think about it if you need to. But do you think that God is a God of order like we did, Angelina and I do? And do you see how um, we're made in that image?
2: Yes, I, I do think there's, there is tremendous order in what God does. Mm-hmm. I think it's a higher level order than what we can appreciate. Yeah. So I think that it's important to understand that everyone has their own approach. So sure. when I started off, I, I was a little more like this is the right way, right? Mm-hmm. This is how you file and this is yeah. how you organize a desk. And, and what I've learned over time is that, no, there are lots of ways to have order and it's very important to work with clients so that they have the order they they thrive on
1: yes right?
2: so that some of them really need it out
1: mm-hmm.
0: which
2: is so not me right? right but they can be very organized with everything out yeah and you can also be very disorganized when everything's in right oh so,
1: absolutely yeah Yeah,
2: so i think that god there he definitely has worked woven beautiful order into the world in you see it in nature you see it in the ecosystems You see it in the way scripture has unfolded, um, Mm -hmm. the fulfillment of prophecy, um, you know, Mm -hmm. just something like looking at the generations from Adam to Jesus, from Adam to to, um, King David and David to Jesus and the the parallel nature there. There's no doubt that there is order in God's world and -hmm. that there's a way for things to operate. But within that, he has created such variety and diversity so that people can achieve their goals and their talents and their passions and contribute and bring him glory in many different ways. Yeah. So I see us as people who come in to help them find their way, their mode of expression, and help them if they're feeling disorganized and they're feeling a lack of order. How can I do better? Because I don't feel good about what I've got now, but following them and their lead so that everybody ends up with a solution that they thrive in, which may be different than what I would have done.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Very, very well expressed. I love that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: me too. Yeah. So That's well great. spoken for an off the cuff question. Hey. Yes. I guess that means I'm a big talker.
2: I had, <laughs> no, no, I had no
0: doubt that you could handle that.
1: Yeah. yeah so so uh, Leanna wrote this question and I just love it. I can't wait to hear what you're going to say. Uh, uh-huh. What's in your organizing bag? Just in okay. case listeners want to have supplies like you really like on hand.
2: Yes. Well, that's always a fun question for our NAPO meetings, too. Yeah. You know, if we're running out of conversation. So I actually have a new organizing bag because I got one for Christmas. I used to have a box and I saw a bag online and put it on my Amazon wish list with tons of pockets inside and out. So I'm Ah. loving it. Uh, So I have, you know, of course, I have my label maker with extra tape and extra batteries. Absolutely. both of Those things go on a job. Yeah. Uh, I have a pencil box. It's like a rigid pencil box mm-hmm. where I yeah. keep the small things. So I have, I like pop-up Sharpies. I will have pen, pencil, scissors, tape. I have a little tool that's can be like a screwdriver or lots of different things. Mm, nice. all all a little thing that I keep in just in case um, I have always have file tabs, you know, of, of the yeah. three inch and the one and a half inch. I have, keep those on hand. I have trash bags, black and clear for Trash and Donate. Um, oh, I always have my measuring tape for sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I have a, a box cutter and I love mine. I think it's called Slice. It has a loop on it so it hooks through my belt loop. Oh no. Nice. So I can hook it through, I always work in jeans so I hook it through my belt loop mm-hmm. and then retract it and pull it out. You know, It's great for unpacks and for jobs where you're breaking down a lot of boxes. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, I like the full adhesive uh, post-it notes. I think mm-hmm. they stick better. Ooh. Just the ones that stick along the top. I've never had those. That's just, oh. you got to go get put, get those right away They They work yeah. a lot better than the regular ones. I always have some Ziploc bags, mm-hmm. um, Velcro tape for cables, notepad. And I have a, um, a magnifying glass oh, that okay. I got from an auction house that visited. They gave us a little thing so that I can look up you know, if I'm trying to see if something's sterling or if it has a signature or something like that. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So there's yeah. a few.
0: Yeah. That's a new one.
2: Yeah. Okay. I right. never
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, and in my car, I have backups of all that. And I ha- I mean, yeah. I have everything in my car. It looks, it's full, you know, yeah. boxes and manila <laughs> files and hanging files and all that kind of stuff that lives in the car.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. I remember those days. Yeah. So we always tell listeners, you know, you know, where they're always like, where do you get started? Where do you get started? And first we tell them, gather your supplies. And I just thought, you know, it would be good to hear what another professional organizer would have, because that's what you do when you go into someone's house, you have all that on hand so you can get started with whatever it is you're decluttering and organizing. So Mm -hmm. if, if you don't know what to get when you're trying to gather everything to start the process, um shauna's list is a great way to you may not need the magnifying glass <laughs> you might not but it's handy you yeah, it's handy, yeah it you never know you never know when you might need something so okay that's great great and then we now you, you have a pretty bag to put it in that's awesome i do yeah it's kind of fun yeah so new toys new toys yes so the other thing a lot of our listeners want to know when they talk to professional organizers of course, is where do you get, or what is, I'm sorry, that's the next question. What is your favorite organizing product and where do you like to get those products?
2: All right, I'm going to give you my honest answer to this question.
0: Okay, Okay. that's that's what
2: we're asking for. My favorite organizing product is a donation bag.
1: Yes,
2: (laughs) I love it. We're all about
1: uncluttering, so I love it.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, it's, it's just more is more. I mean, more stuff is more to organize and more to store and more to label and more to clean and more to put away. So the more you can get rid of, the easier your organizing task will be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that is such a great answer.
2: You know, I, I, even when I go to a space with a client and they say, oh, I did, I just did that. I say, well, let's just take a look again, Uh, because inevitably there's more.
1: Yeah, you can yeah. let
2: go. So the donation bag and is my first choice because people feel good about giving away. It could also be trash bag, recycle bin, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Electronics, recycling box, whatever. Um, right. I'm actually running a series on my blog this month, if any of your listeners get to hear this in January. But if not, it'll still be up there called Lighten Up. And I am yes. tackling those objects. Once you've decided you're ready to get rid of it, but you don't know how to get rid of it, yes. that's what this this series is about. So it's things like tires and bridal gowns and today I think was remains and ashes. So some of those out there ones that you can't just drop off at Goodwill. Yes. yeah, Right. I mean, for various reasons, we might need to get rid of that stuff at any mm-hmm. point in our
0: life. And anyway, that's my favorite tool. I think you brought up a good point too, is that not knowing how to get rid of stuff is usually a stumbling block for people. Yes, yeah. it, you know? it is. They hold on to things because they don't know how to get rid of them. So right. I think it's yeah. great that you're running that. So definitely check out Shauna's website and her blog um, to to learn more about where to take those items. So yeah. okay, but if you were well, to buy, favorite. I mean,
2: yeah. I also like. Like most people, I like clear bins of various shapes and sizes. I love a Lazy Susan. I like the divided Lazy Susan that you can take the sections Mm -hmm. out and turn uh, that they have at the container store. Uh, In terms of like where I get product. So I don't have a container store close to me. Me neither. um, So Mm. even though I like a lot of their stuff, I don't really want to drive an hour to get it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So um, Amazon is my favorite. And mm. what I do with clients normally is I set up a wish list for them. And as mm. we work along on a project, if they need something, I will research it, find it, and add it to their wish list. Yeah. And then I
0: invite them to the wish list and they can get whatever they want. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, great. That's, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Great. I mean, Target, Walmart, Amazon, I even find things at Dollar General, Dollar Tree. I mean, uh-huh. Yep. Terrific. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And there yeah. are sort of you know, they're upscale resources. If somebody wants something particular, I mean, the neat method has some wonderful product and other things. So, you know, if someone's discerning, then we can do a little more research, but you know, it's hard to beat two day delivery. And most everybody has the prime membership these days. So
1: it's just kind of easy
2: and it's easy to return because you can just drop it off at whole foods and be done. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I also love uh, just shopping (laughs) your own house so many times, especially if we're decluttering, we are emptying containers. And now we have empty containers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I never
2: get rid of containers until the end of the project. So we're emptying containers. We're setting up a container area because we might come back to it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, As far as uh, resources, are there some organizing books or podcasts or shows or when you uh, are sharing with uh, clients, uh, what do you like to share as far as resources? Right. Right. So I don't read
2: a lot of organizing books. That might sound funny coming from an organizer. Um, there are some good ones out there. I like Matt, my associate, um, Matt Beyer of Matt Beyer Organizing. Mm-hmm. He wrote a great book with some illustrations he drew himself. He's an artist. It's called oh. The The Circulation Solution. So Ooh, I love I that. Heard
1: of that one.
0: Okay. Um,
2: that's a great one. And of course, there are the biggies, you know, organizing from the inside out is a good foundational book, yes. Julie Morgenstern. Um, personally, I like reading the blogs because I feel that Mm. when I read the blogs by fellow organizers, whom I know to be in the trenches, I know what I'm getting from them is real advice. Yeah. Yeah. They're there. They probably did it yesterday. Yeah. The resources are current. And so I really love the blogging group and getting to read what others suggest and recommend, but I will read anything. You know, I, I watched the show Hack My Home I thought that was a riot. I really enjoyed that show. It was only like six episodes or something. I haven't
1: seen that one. I've seen that. Oh, it's super
0: fun. Yeah. Hack My Home. Yeah. What's it on?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have to look it up. I don't know because it was a while ago that it worked, but you could if you just Google Hack My Home, you'll see what platform it's on. And they go into homes and they have like a designer and a construction guy and you know different people and they make very cool solutions. So yeah. Anything that sparks creativity is good. And anything that um, sparks patience and um, understanding are also good for me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Speaking of spark,
2: what about spark joy? Are you a Marie Kondo fan? You know, I don't really criticize anybody. You know, I I really don't, because I think it's all good for the profession. You know, the Mm -hmm. Swedish death death cleaning was hot, and I read that. That was good. Marie, I think, fits a certain uh, sort of age and stage. So for the younger person who doesn't have kids yet and maybe is in an apartment living, I think Marie's approach is terrific. Mm -hmm, I think the concept of spark joy resonated with people, right? I think that was something they grabbed onto. Uh, But if you have a 3000 square foot home, you might not be able to gather all your books into one room.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it really depends on your situation. Anybody who wants to write and, and elevate the awareness of the importance of having order in your life and predictability and routines. Like I love Charles Duhigg's habits book, you know, that kind of stuff. I like the
1: minimalists. I follow them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I like all that stuff. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. All
0: right. Well, on our podcast, we talk about clutter in three areas. We talk about physical clutter Um, which you help people with and then schedule clutter, you know, the time management that you help people with and then attention clutter and how it can distract us from our priorities. Um, And we're just curious if you're willing to share and be vulnerable, Um, which of these, do you struggle with any of these? Have any of these been a struggle for you Mm -hmm. now or in the past? Um, And if so, which ones and what's helped you find success? So I don't struggle
2: so much with the stuff. I think I used to keep more, but I think that working in this job is kind of a quick fix to have stuff. Yes. Because, you know, I really have resonated with that do not store up for yourself treasures on earth verse. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because I feel like I've walked in the trenches with people experiencing the burden Mm -hmm. of too much stuff, whether it was their own, you know, purchase or inherit or whatever. Like I really it's it's a lot so i don't struggle that i struggle with other people in my household who like stuff (laughs) (laughs) but you know personally that's not my battle time management also not so hard for me i just love planning it makes me happy i always have my planner with me and you know the whole thing attention i think is probably of the three the one that's most challenging for me Mm -hmm. And I sort of feel like everybody's got a battle on this one right now.
1: Absolutely.
2: These things, you know, have Uh, not been good for our attention. And uh, we are so distracted that our brains are like revved up all the time. And that Mm -hmm. makes it hard to sit down and focus. So although I don't have ADD, I do appreciate hearing advice for that situation. And I find that I try those things because sometimes they really help. So I turn off distractions, you know, the notifications and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes I really need to put the phone away. I super love working with clients because I do not check my phone when I'm working. So I get like three or four hours of uninterrupted time because I have made the decision not to check my phone unless an emergency is pending or something. Right. And I love it. I come out of the work sessions like refreshed, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. the clients
2: are like, ah, I'm exhausted. And I'm like, I feel great, you know?
0: <laughs> so yeah.
2: Um, I also happen to be someone who really enjoys background music, mm. instrumental background music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I feel like it sort of occupies entertains that part of my brain that's always wanting to run away. Mm. And it allows the other part of my brain that really wants to sit down and get some work done to do so. Yeah. So those are things. One more thing I do that works for me but might not work for anybody else is I like to cycle my tasks. So I have different tasks I do in different places. So I write blogs in one place. I work on my computer in one place. You know, I have different zones, so to speak. And I allow myself very um, distinct periods of time to work on those things. If I am sitting down to write blogs and I get into the zone and I want to go longer, great. But if I'm really not in the mood, but it needs to happen, then I'll say, I'm going to do it for 20 minutes and not leave in here. But at 20 minutes, I will let myself get up and go to a different zone and do something else. And that that sometimes helps me initiate is what it does. It's like, okay, it's not that long.
0: I can do it. Yeah. I do too. I've never heard of that, but it's very interesting. And hopefully maybe a, it's a good yeah. piece of advice for, for some of our listeners. Yeah. It's good for students. If you have
2: kids who have trouble sitting down and studying, like let mm-hmm. them move around. Maybe they do their math in the yes. dining room and they do their, their reading in the living room and they do, you know, social studies or whatever, somewhere else, get them yeah. up, move, snack, drink, sit down again, focus, mm-hmm. get up, let your brain run away, sit down, focus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. Good. Yeah. So we've got, um, we've got a couple more questions and then between the two, we're going to have a lightning round that you don't know the I, questions, but before the lightning round, um, what is, what are one or two pieces of advice you would like to give our listeners today?
2: Get rid of more mm-hmm. is my number one piece of advice. Not only things, but things on your calendar. Yes. Yeah. I think people are carrying around too much mm-hmm. for the most part, mm-hmm. um, They just have held on to too much for very good reasons. There's no judgment at all. Yes. I'm just trying to convey that you probably have a lot more than is beneficial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that would be my first thing. And my second thing is seeking guidance or help is smart. Mm -hmm. So we live in such an independent, Sort of culture where we say I need to, I should be able to do this by myself yes. yeah and but and yet we apply that just within very distinct areas of life we don't yeah. think I should be able to plumb right <laughs> I don't think that I don't think I should be able to do my own wiring yes. you know I don't think yeah. I should be able to fix my car and I feel no shame about taking my car to the mechanic right. but, yeah um, it's just sort of these cultural things that have been assigned as you should be able to do that. Right. Mm -hmm, And so I think seeking guidance and counsel and assistance from an expert can be the smartest, most efficient thing you can do. Absolutely. Rather than flounder in overwhelm, spinning your wheels and feeling bad about yourself for weeks and months, you might be able to hire assistants to get you into shape in like two or three sessions. Yes. yes. So there's no
1: shame. There's just yes. no
2: shame about it, right? Yeah, that's, there are, yeah. Many aspects of life, you're very comfortable saying I need professional help. So yeah. um, it's like these, quote unquote, women's things so that you should be able to figure this out. Oh, that's where we tend yeah. to experience this shame. And I would just say, that's just not wise thinking, you know, yeah. we can. We can yeah. Do better.
0: yeah, absolutely. Love that answer. Yes. really love that answer all right well we're going to ask you a few lightning round questions just ready. to get to know you a little bit better um so are you ready i'm ready okay morning person or night owl morning morning person for sure printed labels or handwritten labels
2: i like the printed i,
0: I like the <laughs> uniformity of the printed yes yeah uh, i agree yeah uh coffee or tea Coffee, coffee, clear bins or decorative ones. So generally I would say clear,
2: but I will say if it's the living room shelf, I'm all yeah. for a basket with a lid. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, know your space, know where you're yeah, working.
0: Yeah. All right. Mountains or beaches for vacation? Beaches, beaches, beaches oh my God, girl. Beach is my like second <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. On the beach. Yeah. Okay. Finally. Favorite thing to organize? Kitchens. Mm-hmm. Kitchens.
2: Oh, Why is that? I love to cook. Mm-hmm. I love my kitchen. And the kitchen is the heart of the home. If we can yes. get your kitchen working well, probably your whole life is going to be better. Yes. And it tends to be the place where everybody dumps, including mm-hmm. people yeah. that don't really cook. And so it's a great way to influence the rest of the household, to learn about setting boundaries. We often touch on time management and planning in the kitchen. Yes. And also what I love about the kitchen is it is a space where we are pretty good. Most people are pretty good about putting things away in the right spot. So we put the silverware on the silverware drawer and the pots, wherever we decide we're going to have pots and pans, Mm -hmm. much more so than other
1: spaces.
0: So it can be a
2: great place to build confidence. Mm.
0: Hmm. That's
2: great. That's
1: great. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's also where people tend to gather. Um, And so having that as an organized space makes those times of gathering more pleasant. Right. Plus
2: there's just lots of great gear for kitchens. I mean, it's just so fun, you know, and sometimes I can bring in the shelf genie guys to come in and put in some pullouts, which makes everyone's life so much easier. And they're like so delighted. I was in a kitchen yesterday and they'd gotten a new fridge And it was slightly taller than their old fridge. So there had been a panel sort of just down from the top of the cabinet. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But because the new fridge was bigger, it was like a little broken and it was sticking out. And so I was like, I said my favorite phrase, which is like, tell me about that. Tell me about Uh, that. So she explained the situation. And I said, well, I bet if we just gently pull on that panel, it's going to come out. And then we're going to have like six inches of space because on the floor, she had all these trays and muffin tins and everything, right. yeah, which the floor yeah. is not great, right? She yeah. was so excited. She's like, it was like light bulb city to right. get that panel off, and the two weak supports just pulled out with our hands. That's how yeah, badly yeah. damaged this thing was. And it was like this huge area of storage for trays and pans that just made More a big perfect. difference. So you just yeah. never know, you know, you come in with fresh eyes sometimes. Mm-hmm. as much as skill. You just come
1: in with fresh eyes. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. awesome. All right. Well, one last thing, um, Shona, I had no doubt and you have definitely, uh, exceeded my expectations as a guest. So you've shared so much. Um, and so I feel like there's going to be at least one listener who might want to connect with you. Oh, I uh, so. so, What is the best way for our listeners to connect with you? So they can always
2: go to my website, which is um, the and then my first name, Shauna, which is a tough name. It's a tough name. But I I tell people, think of like Sean Connery, but with an A. -A -A mm -hmm. S-E-A-N-A method.com. And then you can look up my company name. I'm on Facebook, all the socials, Facebook, Twitter. I guess it's X now. Instagram. I have a YouTube channel um, with lots of helpful videos, I think for people on where to store stuff and tips and tricks and stuff like that. I'm on LinkedIn. I love to hear from people. And if they just have a question, they can just shoot me a question, you know, free of charge. I'm happy to connect. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Well, so you have great. been so great and thank mm-hmm. you for joining us. The, well, thank you for connecting Angie and I. Yes. And yes. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. You're the first professional organizer Um, so we're excited to um, have you on here and to just share your, um, background and your wisdom with, um, with our listeners. So thanks so much for joining us.
2: It's just been a complete pleasure. I love you guys. I'm really proud of you and delighted and thrilled with what you two are doing together, which is a, a great example of how God works, I think. Right. So, um, you know, I'm just grateful that I, he let me have the thought of Angie to talk to you, Leanna, and, um, you
1: go get them ladies. All right. Thank Thank you you. so much. Um, listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. We're always honored to have you as our listeners. Um, you know, we'd love when you share about us. That's the number one way people find our podcast is to say, Hey, I found this podcast. I really think you would. Uh, you would enjoy it. And uh, so we'd love for you to share, rate, and review. Those things are super helpful. Um, We are still also uh, interested in anyone who would like to share their success stories. If you have been a podcast listener and it has inspired you to make some changes, you've had success, get in touch with us. Our email is contact at uncluttered.faith. And we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you if you have an organizing challenge or question. We all, all of us geek out over all this stuff (laughs) and uh, we would love to connect with you.
0: So um, thank you so much for joining us Yeah. And until next time, remember an uncluttered life is an abundant life.